Good morning, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Barto Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Barto Sports Zone bench warmers. I know Alan Sanders is back in the WBHF studios. We'll hear from Jackson Hyde in this first hour as well this morning. We welcome you to Bartow Sports Zone. On today's show, in this opening hour, we'll visit with the Cast Boys basketball coach, Kevin Cunningham, prior to tonight's senior night matchup with Woodland. Then we'll chat with Cartersville soccer coach, DJ Paradis. Later, we'll share updates on local swimming, basketball, wrestling teams, and more. And we'll touch on Sunday's big football game out in Arizona and hit some other sports topics as well. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We are so glad you joined us, and we remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com for your daily dose of local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well at Bartow Sports Zone, and our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher and your favorite listening devices. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone podcast. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, Three-Way Campers, and today we welcome a couple of new sponsors, Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities. Uh, go to BartosportZone.com for all her contact information and a click-through link for all of her listings. And we also welcome Sidelines Grill of Cartersville, an awesome menu, plenty of TVs, and a full-service bar. They're located in Market Square. So we welcome in Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities, and Sidelines Grill of Cartersville to the Bartow Sports Zone family of sponsors. Now we want to welcome in our opening guest of the morning, Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cast Boys Colonels. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing, Coach? Doing very well. Welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. I also want to say good morning to Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Good morning, Jackson. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Glad to be here this morning. Okay, starting tonight, live coverage on WBHF. We'll have it around 545 or so, Woodland at Cass. We want to remind all of our listeners that we'll have high school basketball coverage here on WBHF. Coach Cunningham uh, will be part of the festivities tonight, uh, hosting Woodland in your regular season finale. It's also a night you plan to honor your 2022-23 seniors. Yes, sir. I mean, it's going to be a big night for us. I mean, obviously, it still holds region implications for us and seating. So, I mean, there's a lot going on tonight. It's going to be exciting to be there. And, and, and you know, Woodland's playing really well right now. Um, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. Yeah, mentioning that uh, you have a chance to finish off the regular season at the 500 mark uh, with a win. And more importantly, a shot to tie uh, tonight the Calhoun-Dalton winner for second place in the region standings. So, if you can win tonight, you're in a coin flip for the two-seed, and that carries an automatic berth into the state playoffs. That's a that's a really big coin toss, Coach. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, glad I like to gamble. So it'll be a <laughs> it'll be a big it'll be a good. So I mean it'll be fun. Um, I think they sent to me yesterday they or yesterday afternoon they sent that with the way they looked at the things. I think they're going to guarantee if Calhoun wins, they're guaranteed the two, and I would be the three. Um, but if Dalton wins, then with the way their metric works, it would still be a coin flip. And there's no telling what's going to happen in that game. Uh, Dalton and Calhoun went to overtime when they played last time. So there's no telling who's winning that game tonight. It's going to be a good one there too. So the region's still up in the air, um, in a couple spots, uh, two through four. It's been an interesting season for your guys, uh, four straight losses to start the year while you were still kind of waiting for the return of your football players. Then you won five out of six right before the Christmas break. That was followed after Christmas with a stretch where you lost five out of eight, but that stretch also included a couple of key wins, one over Dalton, one over Cartersville. Now you're in the midst of a three-and-three three stretch prior to tonight's game and next week's region tournament. 
it's been quite a roller coaster ride for the Colonels this year. Well, I mean, that's, that's part of the, what happens with us. I mean, we, we know that coming into it, that we're looking to compete every week, but we're looking to be consistent. And that's part of what these great programs have is consistency. And, and we're not quite yet there yet with our consistency and, and, and practice effort and then, and in uh, preparation. And so we're learning. And so then we'll, we'll look and when we're not happy where we're at, all of a sudden we prepare better and we, we practice harder and we do those things. And then there's just some good teams. I mean, Hiram's a tough stretch. Uh, even at Christmas, I was still missing some of the football guys. Kevin, Devin, and Sokovi were playing in a, uh, a football thing in Rome. So we lost two, two out of three at, at a uh, Christmas tournament. So just little stuff like that kind of, it, it's impactful, you know, and, and I thank those guys for playing. I mean, I've got a lot of guys that are going to play football at the next level playing basketball. And so I'm, I'm happy to have them. Obviously you don't, you don't ever want to not have those great athletes, but with some of that comes the idea that they have to take care of their business on the other side of that too. And so you're going to miss them sometimes and it's tough. Coach Kevin Cunningham, the boys' basketball coach at Cass High School. We're visiting with him this morning here on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll take a quick break and be back with more. Stick around. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection along with Jackson Hyde. We're visiting with Kevin Cunningham, the head boys coach of the Cass Colonels. Uh, Jackson, we'll come to you in just one second, but I wanted to kind of uh, uh, feed off a comment that Coach Cunningham made right before that last commercial break. Anytime uh, you're hovering around the 500 mark this late in the season, there has to be evidence of some inconsistency. So when you've played well, though, what have been the strengths of this team? And then in what areas has this team lacked some consistency? For us, it's, uh, it comes down to preparation and effort. We, we prepare well, and, and, we'll, and then when we get in the game and we feel confident, and that's, that comes with any team. When, when you prepare really well, you feel confident. And there's games where we feel prepared and we show up and we play lights out. And then there's games where you can tell that we show up and maybe there's a wrinkle they weren't expecting. And so for these guys, it's hard to adjust on the fly. We haven't gotten there yet. Um, and, and that's part of it. I'm a new, you know, I'm new to the game at, at the high school level. They're getting used to me. There's a lot of things that, that come with that. And so we'll make a big leap. And then you got to give these other coaches credit. They're going to make adjustments and do things different. And then when they do that, you know, we we still don't adjust on the fly well in the middle of a game. And so that's just going to come with time and things that we work out at practice. Coach, you were a coach for years. You remember doing those situationals late in games and, you know, making a change in the middle of practice, drawing something on the board and trying to be able to run it. And all those little things. And it's just something we haven't done in the last few years. And so those guys just don't have a basis for that. And it's tough. And But they they play really hard. And, are, and we can play with anyone athletically. Uh, whether we execute and hit some shots, that's that's tough for us. So that's, that's what we really look for. Like, is can we really execute our game plan? Can we control the pace of the game? And not in well, against a good team, you can't always do that. Jackson? Uh, kind of expanding on that a little bit, Coach, um, as I've seen several of your b- basketball games this year, the one player that appears to me to be getting more comfortable in your program is K.J. Arnold. Can you tell us a little bit about his progress as the season has went on? See, you you, you got me you got him confused with K.K. Arnold, but I got K.J. Rogers. So. Rogers. My bad. My bad. Well, they play similar. They play similar. Yeah, yeah I mean, K.J. KJ's done a really good job. Made second team all region for us, uh, which 
so proud of him for that. Um, came from Woodland, came to here, um, and he was used to being allowed to do things outside of an offense and just kind of go get it because it, they lacked a little bit of scoring in the last couple of years. And so he's having to learn how to play inside of an offense. And now that he's learning to do that, he's so comfortable and he's made a lot of big strides. I mean, he is, he's a great one-on-one -on -one player, but I mean, he does a lot of really good things and plays just really hard and does a lot of big things for us. I mean, he can he can get a bucket almost on any possession. If you if you get caught sleeping, he can really put the ball in the basket. Coach Kevin Cunningham, head coach of the Cass Colonels, visiting with us this morning on Barto Sports Zone. Coach, uh, your team's really enjoyed some balanced scoring this season. Just looking at some numbers, I would say uh, that makes you a little bit more difficult to prepare for. KJ Rogers has been your leading scorer. He's a right around twelve points per game. Devin Henderson, Jaden Foster, uh, just over nine a game, and Jelani Hames and Ja'Kai Baldwin, uh, just over seven a game. So that's uh, that's five players that are all kind of bunched in there. Pretty pretty balanced scoring. Oh, yeah. And Jelani was out almost half the year. He's coming off an ACL tear. So every game with him is awesome. I mean, watching him go out and do it and how hard he worked on his rehab is just great. And, you know, we've got some guys that can put it in the basket. I've had seven leading scores. Kevin Henderson led us uh, in the Johnson game. I mean, we've had seven different guys be our leading scorer this year, which I've got guys that come off the bench and put up 20. I mean, that's not a lot of teams have that. So it, I'm happy. I mean, it, and it's, it's hard when you have that to get all those guys minutes and to do and then to find that hot hand on the night and ride that hot hand to victory. Some nights we find them and some nights I don't. So, but it's, but there, I have a lot of really good players that can put the ball in the basket. In that same respect, your, your rebounding stats uh, have been balanced as well. And sometimes that can be a limitation because you don't have that one or two guys that can just go get it. Oh yeah. We don't, we we're undersized. Uh, every team we play, um, when Dalton got off the bus, it was six, 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 five, six, four. And I don't have one of those. Um, I got a six, two and a half, six, three, and then we're pretty small after that. So it's, it's a gang rebound mentality. You're going to look in there and you're going to see Devin Henderson with his butt on a six, six kid do, giving it all he's got. You're going to see Sakobi White on, you know, with his butt on Dylan Faulkner trying to go get one. You're going to see Kevin Henderson at five, 10 in there. I mean, he's got, he's guarding a post on every possession. He's guarding a guy. He's giving up six inches on every possession and just trying to play his heart out. And so well, that's what we have is we have a lot of undersized guys and we box out well. And so, and, and you see that in games when we box out at Calhoun, we were really, really tough on the boards, really stiff on the boards and cut their second chance points down, which is what hurt us at our place. So okay. it was, it was tough on us. Coach, uh, a couple of minutes, a little more than a couple of minutes left uh, tonight. Uh, this year's seniors will play their final regular season home game. I know you're striving for a home state playoff game. Take a few minutes uh, and share with our audience a little salute to those individuals and their contribution to this year's team. Uh, keep in mind, we got to keep it pretty brief here. I got you, no problem. Jelani Hames has played from as long as I can remember at Cass Middle, Cass High School. He's a great guy and a great young man. And like I said, coming off an injury and he made first team all region. So proud of him uh, doing that. KJ Rogers came from Woodland, but he was at Cass Middle. Same thing. Kid playing hard. And Jay Sean Brown Watley. Uh, he's, he's more of a track guy, football guy, but he's done a really good job of coming in. And, you know, he got hurt. He broke his thumb in the Midtown game early in the year. He's been out for two months and, and he came in and gave us some big minutes at Dalton and really gave us a chance to cut that lead down and come back and only lose by four. And uh, he's going to be big for us going forward. Um, he's going to help us out a lot. So those three guys are just really good, tough guys that play hard. And that's all you can ask for out of your seniors is bring that leadership and that mentality of coming and working hard every day. And that's what I've got in those three guys. He's Coach Kevin Cunningham, head coach of the Cass Colonels, the boys basketball team at Cass High School. Uh, Coach, good luck tonight in your regular season finale, and good luck next week as you head to Calhoun to the region tournament. Thank you, Coach, and uh, I hope everybody can come out and support us and because yeah, everybody's playing up there next week, so I hope everybody can come out. Thank you for having me on today.
Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cass Colonels will have live coverage for you tonight of their regular season final game as they take on the Woodland Wildcats out in uh, White, Georgia at Cass High School. It'll be uh, pregame coverage before the girls game around 5.45 this evening, and then the girls will tip at 6. We're going to take a timeout for some statewide headlines. You're listening to WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia, and we'll be back with more of BSZ. Proud sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month, Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and U.S. 41 north of Cartersville is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for help with all your landscaping needs or supplies and check out our inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, or topsoil? How about cultured or natural stone? Elite has tons of options and we deliver. Across from Racetrack just north of Cartersville on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF in Cartersville. Charles Wilson here, your host, along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders keeping the wheels spinning back in the WBHF studios. We want to thank Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cass Boys Basketball Program for joining us in that opening half hour this morning. And uh, we'll turn our attention now to a little high school soccer and welcome in the coach of the Lady Canes and the Hurricanes, Coach DJ Parody. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Yeah, very glad to have you here this morning with us. Uh, before we get started, I do want to remind everyone that we'll have high school basketball coverage tonight here on WBHF beginning around 545 with pregame. Uh, from Cass High School, where it's the rivalry game tonight between the Woodland Wildcats and the Cass Colonels. Girls game will tip around 6 p.m. with the boys to follow around 7.30. So you can join us here on WBHF if you're not able to make your way out to the big game out there tonight. It will be senior night uh, for the Cass program. Coach Parity, uh, welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Glad to have you. Well, it's good to be back. Coaching staff, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, Lady Canes and the Hurricanes this year. Uh, who's helping you with those two teams? Well, I have Mary Beth Popham uh, assisting me this year and Eric Helms on the uh, Lady Canes side and then Carrie Alvarez and Alex Farmer on the boys' side uh, helping me out. I have a great staff. Um, and we're kind of mixing up this year where all the coaches are working with all the teams this year. Yeah, I was. Uh, that kind of uh, leads into another question that I've got in a few minutes. But I guess uh, we kind of uh, alluded to it during the commercial break when we're talking off the air. But uh, tell us a little bit about how that came about, where you end up uh, taking on both teams as the head coach this year. Um, I felt that we had two really good teams, and I wanted to be a part of both. So I ended up uh, volunteering to uh, uh, Daryl Damasus and uh, – Luckily, they accepted me doing it, and it has been an interesting learning process to work with two teams at once, but uh, I think it's uh, starting to run smoothly, and uh, we're starting to find a flow to uh, how we run both teams. Very good. Uh, I know those assistants become uh, even more valuable when you're involved uh, trying to keep two teams afloat. Uh, I, I know that uh, you have to rely on their uh talents uh, and give them additional responsibilities when you got two teams going at the same time. Yes. Uh, and they have stepped up in so many ways, uh, providing drills, input, everything. Outstanding. Well, you've played a handful of games already this season. Uh, kind of take us through the progress and the setbacks you've experienced with those early games. Uh, you can just take a minute or two and talk about the girls and then um, tell us how the boys have gone so far. Um, so with the girls, we are currently two and two. Um, we started our uh, season with a scrimmage up in Dawson, winning uh, two nothing, and then uh, we won our next two regular season matches. Uh, we've had two tough losses um, this past week against um, some of the best teams in the state, or what I think will be the best teams in the state, with Villarica. And um, last night we. The other night we played Heritage High School. Um, but we're a young team. Uh, I'm starting five freshmen, 
and uh, we're just we're still working on uh, coming together as the girls team. Um, we also have some key injuries we're missing, but uh, we have some really good girls like Kylie McMichael. She's a super speedy forward up front. I think by the end of the season, she's going to be in double-digit goal territory. Um, we have uh, Mallory Nicholas holding down the midfield um, while her sister is injured, uh, which was a big loss for us. And then we have um, Hattie Beth Williams holding down our defense. And we also have some great seniors like Jocelyn uh, Fernandez, who is helping us keep us uh, our attack w- wide out on the wing. Um a little bit about the boys' team uh, with the early games uh, that you've played so far. Uh, so our boys have played uh, five regular season games. We've won two, tied two, and lost one, uh, with our most recent being a comeback 4-4 uh, to four tie after being down 4-0 after uh, 20 minutes. Um, but we have some really good players. It's a very experienced team. Um, we're very senior heavy and uh, on the team. Uh, we're being led by Marvel Velasquez, while um, our other captain has a broken leg, Daniel Abeja. Um, But uh, our scoring has come from Marvel's little brother, uh, Melvin, and he scored four goals in three of the five games we've played in um, after missing the first two. Um, we're also uh, finding our stride in the defense with Yosvani Pineda and Dawson Galassa protecting the center and keeping our back line straight. Um, and we have a senior keeper in Mark Collier, I mean, uh, Collier Parker, that has uh, kept a couple clean sheets and uh, keeps us steady on the back. Very good. We're visiting with Coach DJ Parody, the head soccer coach for the Cartersville girls and boys teams in the 2023 season. Uh, covered a little bit about his coaching staff, a little bit about each one of those rosters. We'll let you uh, coach and we'll let you do a little elaboration on some of those uh, players and some of the uh, highlight some of the skills and things that they bring to the table uh, when we come back after this next uh, commercial break. Uh, I know we've got high school basketball coming up tonight on WBHF. It'll be uh, Cass and Woodland from out at Cass High School. That live coverage will begin around 545. We want to promote that one more time. But when we come back, we'll visit more with Coach DJ, DJ Parody, the coach of the Cartersville Girls and Boys soccer team. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545, Edward Jones, Member SIPC. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia. Charles Wilson here, your host, along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. We also have Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. And we're visiting with Coach DJ Paradis, the head soccer coach for the Cartersville Girls and boys teams. Uh, we'll get over to Alan with a question in just a moment, but I want to start with Jackson who had a great question during that commercial break. Uh, Coach Parody, you've been in the business long enough to know to have played when everybody played on grass. Now that the trend is to the artificial turf in most of these football stadiums. Uh, tell us a little bit about the differences of those two surfaces. I originally wouldn't say there was going to be much difference, but thinking about it more, um, the speed at which the ball just travels on the surface and more how much more smoothly it is is a lot faster on turf um, because you could always grow the grass higher when you knew you had a fast team coming in to slow that ball down if you needed to. Uh, you can't do that with turf. So. Gotcha. Alan, uh, you wanted to jump in here with a question for Coach Parody. Yeah, Coach. I know uh, my girls, my two oldest, went through the system. We know you very, very well, having coached uh, from middle all the way through to high school. One of the things I loved watching as a as a parent of soccer players is when you would pair up uh, some intra uh, play between the girls and the boys to see the difference of playing style. And now that you're the coach of both, 
do you implement that a little more often to be able to kind of get the girls a chance to work with maybe more physicality, whereas the guys have to deal with the finesse that the girls tend to bring? Uh, for the girls, we do have them play with the boys a little bit. Um, they work with more with our JV boys um, because they're both around the same level. Um, it also gives them the physicality, but also the JV boys are a little bit in the slower game, so they, the girls can read the game faster and react to it. Um, with the varsity boys, every once in a while, we'll do some uh, little mini games with both teams, uh, especially with shooting games, uh, just so that they can see the speed at which the boys react to it and how they work. And the boys also learn from the girls that the girls are a lot more calm in some of these games. So the boys have to learn how to sometimes just settle themselves when they're playing. That's a great point and a, a great question, Alan. Uh, elaborate a little more, if you will, on how, how you're making those practice times work with the two teams. Uh, right now we're practicing at the same time, um, and that's where my assistant coaches come in great help. Um, basically, I set up whatever we're going to be doing for practice. The assistants help run it, and I basically go back and forth between the two teams, um, giving the pointers here and there. Um, I'll talk to both teams at the beginning of practice, uh, tell them what we're looking at specifically working on today, and then just um, basically sneak into every drill and give out pointers to the players um, while my assistants run the drills. Uh, and then we come back together and basically we break down the practice every night and see what we need to fix. Coach, at this point in the year, and I guess even deeper into the season, and again, I'm, I'm no soccer expert either, um, how much of the preparation as you move along is directed uh, specifically at your next opponent, and then how much of it is just general uh, preparation, uh, you know, for advancement of skills? Well, right now at this point in the season, um, while we're still early in the season, most of it is just advancement of skill and uh, the technical aspects of how we're going to play each game. Um, right now I'm keeping the players away from watching the other team film just so we can focus on what we need to focus on. But as we move into region play, we'll start hitting the film and we won't change what we do, but we'll look to see what the other teams do on their attack to prevent it or where the gaps are on the other team defensively so that we can exploit it. Um, so there, whenever you come to a game, we'll be running the same style most every game, the same style every game, but it will just with small nuances. So we want teams to change to us and not the other way around. Let me Go ahead, jump in there really quickly. Coach, with that, do you have like a, a, a nuanced shift? Like if you need to bring a sweeper in because you know that there's going to be a heavy press versus maybe having a, a more utility player, maybe a, a, an upper mid that can be used for attacking, do you kind of switch some players around based on the team you're going to be facing? We might move some players here and there. Um, we'll keep our base formation. Um, with the boys program, they've been doing it so long that we can make the formation – uh, change without having to do it with a sub. Um, and we have several players who can play multiple positions for the girls right now. Uh, we're still learning how to do that. Um, they've been used to having it done through a sub and I'm still, we're slowly transitioning to how we can change our formation on the field without having to sub and give a team a different look without them seeing it coming on the field. We're visiting with Coach DJ Paradis of the Cartersville Girls and Boys Soccer Programs this morning here on Bartow's Sports Zone. Coach, uh, we got a little less than two minutes remaining in our visit with you this morning. Talk a little bit about the remainder of your schedule and the outlook in Region 7-5A. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about our region. Our, we have a tough region. Um, I saw Cass had put up some really good results recently. That's always a rivalry game. I tell my kids, you throw the records out the window on that game. Um, and then you have Dalton in our region, and they are a perennial powerhouse in soccer. Um, sure. They are going to be the team to beat on the boys' side. On the girls' side, it's going to be a toss-up. Calhoun's always tough for us. Our girls haven't beat them in the last two years. We're looking for our first region win against them. Um, I think on both sides, we have a chance to be one of the home seeds. Uh, when the state playoffs roll around. Well, we want to thank you for joining us this morning, and uh, best of luck with both the girls and the boys as you progress through the 23 season. Well, thank you so much.
Coach DJ Paradis, the head coach of the Cartersville girls and boys soccer teams. We're up on our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, but we want to remind you that we've got high school basketball coming your way this evening. It'll be the Woodland Wildcats and the Cass Colonels from out in White, Georgia. Pre-game coverage will begin around 545 with the girls to tip at 6 and the boys to follow around 730. We hope you'll join us. You're listening to WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia, and we'll be back with us another hour of Bartow Sports Zone. So please stick around. Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Allatoona Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the garlic knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Sun on WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. We want to thank our guests from the opening hour this morning. Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cass Colonels Boys Basketball Program. And then we visited with Coach DJ Paradis of the Cartersville High School Girls and Boys Soccer Teams. And, uh, Alan, I'll jump over to you real quick uh, if you can grab uh, your microphone there. Uh, I, I sent you a little note. I understand missing uh, your girls, going and watching your girls. My son is now 28 years old, and I miss going to college baseball games and even all the way back to his uh, youth hockey days when we were traveling all over the country. Yeah, you don't really think about it at the time, and this is for all the younger parents out there who might be grum- grumbling, oh, i got to get out <laughs> of work and deal with traffic to go to practice and watch them. You're going to miss it when the time comes. I got lucky enough that my oldest played uh, – uh, rec ball at UGA, so they would go on tour and play the same schools that the uh, that the NCAA team would play. Sure, and I had a chance to see them a handful of times when they would come through the Atlanta area, and I would go up to Athens a few times. But even my daughter and I were talking over the holiday. She said, "You know, there are times I look back and I miss it. I'm not as as fit as I was. I'm not as in shape as I was because I lived for soccer. But now I have a I have a nine to five job. I sit in the car. I sit in front of a computer." And she said, "I get it now. When you and mom would used to say, stay fit, stay running, because it sneaks up on you so quickly. And I hate it. I hate that I don't get to watch him play anymore." Yeah, same here, uh, especially with the college baseball. Uh, Chaz was lucky enough to get to play uh, for four years at the college level. And and uh, I, I, I can explain the whole deal to you, Alan, in uh, just a couple of sentences. I have a truck that is now seven years old, almost eight years old. I put over 52,000 miles on it in two years, and I've put about 25,000 miles on it in the next five years Uh where we were chasing college baseball. Yeah, no, very familiar, especially when I had four girls all involved in different sports. I think our gymnastics uh, kid got us on the road more often. It felt like we were going <laughs> all around the southeast every other weekend, booking hotels, and just we had a van that has had <laughs> so many miles on it. Um, I'm surprised it lasted, and now it's our camping van because there's no way anybody would want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, you and I are kind of moved on from that, uh, and Jackson, he's still – Hanging in there. He's right at the end of that uh, chasing the youngsters uh, routine. Mine's about to start all over again, though, Alan. Oh, what, grandkids? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We want to thank our sponsors of each week here on Bartow Sports Zone. We're brought to you by Elite Stone Supply, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, Three-Way Campers, and a special welcome today to a pair of new BSZ sponsors, Karen Ayers, realtor with Atlanta Communities. We want to welcome her to our BSZ group of sponsors. And also Sidelines Grill in Cartersville. We want to say a special welcome to Adam Kay and his team over in the Market Square Center, located between Walmart and Lowe's. Uh, That's become kind of a home place for our uh, officials, uh, refereeing basketball around the area 
on our uh, game nights. We kind of gather back there to debrief on uh, several evenings during the basketball season. Next week, we plan to visit again with a couple of our local high school basketball coaches who have qualified for their respective state tournaments. We'll kind of wait on the outcomes early in the week next week and then try to line up our guest for next week's show. We'll remind you again that we do have high school basketball tonight here on WBHF. 545 is pregame coverage for Woodland at Cass. It'll be senior night out at Cass High School. Uh, we'll be discussing the importance of both of those games, the girls and the boys, on the region tournament seating uh, here in just a few minutes. Uh, let's uh, begin our uh, local update on the winter sports that are going on and have uh, recently concluded here in Cartersville and Bartow County. We want to start with swimming. A special congratulations to the Adairsville boys swim team. The Tigers finished in a fifth-place tie in the Class A through AAA state championships last week, led uh, by Cooper Brown, who had qualified in uh, quite a few events at the state swim meet. Uh, also, Luke Altizer, Braden Reiser, Andy Barnett, Alex Juarez, and Gabriel Greenway made up uh, the contributors for the Adairsville Tigers. And uh, if I'm not mistaken... That is the best finish for any local high school swim team ever uh, with that fifth-place tie for the Adairsville Tigers. So congratulations to them. Let's ease on in to our basketball roundup. I'm not sure how far we'll get, Alan, before we have to take this next commercial break. Uh, we've got a, just a few seconds here, but we'll start with the Excel programs. Unfortunately, uh, Coach Katie Deems-Jones and the first-year return of the Excel girls program uh they lost their region tournament opener the first round game was on monday night over at unity christian school in rome uh they are eliminated for the year and they finished 0 and 17 on the year 0 and 7 in their region so uh they'll return that program with a bunch of young girls again next year and uh still be seeking their first win since the return to basketball for the Excel Christian Academy Lady Eagles. But the Excel boys last night were impressive as they uh, moved to 18-8 and eight on the year. They remain unbeaten against all of their Region 1, Division 1 AA GAPS opponents under Coach David Archer, Jr. They beat Unity Christian Tuesday night in the Region semifinals, and last night they beat Shiloh Hills Christian 66-45 to to win that Region 1 championship They'll be the number one seed from their region in the state tournament that begins uh, toward the end of next week. The top three teams from their region advance to the 1AA state tournament, but the Eagles will uh, go into that tournament as a number one seed, and uh, they will be playing a state tournament quarterfinal game on either the 17th or the 18th. I think they are leaning toward playing that game on a Saturday, but they will host the quarterfinal round of the Georgia Association of Parochial and Private Schools. Uh, the final four for that tournament will be at Rock Springs Christian in Milner, Georgia, and then the state finals will be at Ace Academy down in Macon. Alan, I, I know I threw you off there just a little bit with our timing, but uh, we're going to take our break here. And when we come back, we'll run through all the other local high school basketball teams and then talk a little bit about some state wrestling when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here 
along with Jackson Hyde on our Zoom connection for Bartow's Sports Zone. Alan Sanders keeping us running and live on the air at WBHF Studios. We're running through the high school basketball scene, trying to kind of preview and get you uh, lined up for the upcoming region tournaments over in Region 6 AAA. The Adairsville girls under Coach Melissa Winters, they uh, wrapped up the regular season with a 12-12 and record, 7-7 and in Region 6 AAA. They did lose 59-55 at home Tuesday night to Bremen. That leaves them placed fourth in the region seating. Uh, they will earn a first-round buy as a result. Uh, that's a multi-leveled uh, buy bracket uh, where the top two teams get a double buy, and the next two teams, third and fourth, get a single buy out of the first round. So the Adairsville girls will need a win next Tuesday. It's a 4 o'clock game. They'll take on the Gordon Lee Ringgold winner. That game will be on Monday night uh, to see if they can advance to the semifinals, and if they do – of course, that'll put them in the final four in Region 6 AAA. And, Jackson, that means an automatic berth in the state tournament, regardless of how you do from the semifinals forward. Right. It's uh, just win one and you're you're in the tournament, in the state tournament. And you somehow win two there, you get to that two seed and get to host a playoff game. And uh, they're definitely capable. The Lady Tigers, uh, and they're hitting on all cylinders. They're as good as, as most teams in that region. So uh, it'd be, be fun to watch, see how that turns out. Yeah, they started real fast, and then uh, you and I were talking off the air earlier this morning. Uh, it seems like basketball is one of those sports where all the uh, teams kind of move toward the middle, if you will. The best teams kind of move into the middle, and the teams at the bottom of the standings kind of climb toward the middle. And uh, late in the year, that's what makes tournament time so much fun is because uh, there's generally some upsets out there as teams uh, – uh, go at one another usually for the third time, uh, and it's always tough, you know, to beat somebody three times during a season sure. in any sport. The Adairsville boys are 17 and eight on the year. They had an outstanding region six AAA run. They finished 12 and two in the region. They are the number two seed in next week's region six AAA tournament up at Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe. That gives them a buy a double buy into the semifinals, and they do have an automatic berth into the state tournament. They can finish no worse than a four seed, so the Adairsville boys will be in the state playoffs. On the Adairsville side of the bracket, Ringgold plays Gordon Lee on Monday night. The winner of that will play number three seed Lafayette on Tuesday night, and then the survivor will play Adairsville next Thursday. That will be a 5-30 game for the Tigers up at LFO. The Woodland girls are, are 2-21 and 21 on the year, 0-9 in their region. Their last win was back on December the 10th at home against Coosa. They are at Cass tonight. We'll have that game for you live here on WBHF. Pre-game coverage will start at 545 with the tip around 6 o'clock. A win tonight for the Woodland girls, even though it's been a difficult year, would force a coin toss for the number five seed in next week's region tournament at Calhoun. Either way, the Lady Cats will play on Monday in the region tournament. The Woodland boys are 2-22, and 22, also 0-9 in the region under first-year head coach Kip Diner. Uh, they're looking to end a 14-game skid tonight at Cass. The Wildcats will be the number six seed on Monday at the region tournament at Calhoun. Their opponent will be decided by the outcome of tonight's games, uh, but it will be the three seed in a 5-30 game on Monday. Uh, it could be a rematch with Cass, a rematch with Dalton, or a rematch even with Calhoun. So lots to be decided with tonight's results in Region 7-5A. Speaking of 7-5A, the Cartersville girls, 14-7 and on the year, 5-4 and in the region under Charisma Boykin. They lost at home Tuesday night to Calhoun by nine. They are hosting Hiram tonight, uh, who is 19 and four on the year. The Lady Kings need a win tonight over Hiram, coupled with a Dalton loss to Calhoun to be in a coin toss for the three seeds. So otherwise, uh, that would uh, set the Cartersville girls up as the four seed to play either Cass or Woodland in Monday's opening round. They also have a home region non-region game tomorrow against Cedartown. The Cartersville boys are 10 and 13 on the year, 3 and 6 in the region under coach Mike Tobin. 
They've won two straight over Woodland and Calhoun. They're hosting Hiram tonight, who's the number three team in Class 5A. They're at home Saturday night or Saturday afternoon against Cedartown in a non-region game as well. I believe the Canes are locked into fifth place. The region tournament starting Monday at Calhoun. They'll play the four seed, which is, again, as we mentioned, determined by the results of tonight's games, possibly a coin toss to break a tie. Cartersville will play in the 8:30 game Monday against either Calhoun, Cass, or Dalton. All of that to be decided again tonight as well. And then the two Cass teams, the Cass girls, 13 and 10 on the year, one and eight in the region under Coach Burt Jackson. Uh, they are hosting Willen tonight at six. That game will have for you here on WBHF a win locks up the number five seed for the Lady Colonels. The Cass boys are uh, at 11 and 12. Five and four in the region, hosting Woodland tonight with a win. The Colonels finish in a tie for second place with tonight's Dalton Calhoun winner uh, with a loss. They'll be either the three seed or the four seed, uh, possibly in a coin toss for that positioning as well. Of course, second place gets you a bye to the semifinals and an automatic berth in the state tournament. And a loss could uh, result in a slide all the way to the four seed for the Colonels. Uh, So uh, it'll be interesting to see how all of that plays out this evening. And we'll have all those updates for you on BartowSportsZone.com. So we hope you'll check that out uh, on Saturday uh, for all of those results. We'll take a time out here on Bartow Sports Zone. You're listening to WBHF and Carter's. Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Alatoona Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the garlic knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com. Uh, welcome back to Barto Sports Zone, everybody. We welcome you back on this nice uh, Friday morning uh, via the Zoom connection. Uh, sometimes we are kind of leaning on uh, that video a little too much, <laughs> apparently. Uh, but anyway, we're going to. We're continue our look at the local sports scene with basketball, the region seven, five, a that includes Cartersville Cass and Woodland. They did announce their, uh, all region team for 2022, 23 this week. And we want to mention the locals that were named to that, uh, honor, uh, on the girls side, we didn't have a local player named to the first team. But uh, Jakiah Drawn of Cartersville and Ansley Griffin of Cartersville were named to second team all region 75A. And Kiana McDaniel of Cass was picked to the second team as well. So three of our local girls make the second team of all region 75A. Some honorable mentions included KK Arnold, Megan of Cartersville, Megan Schultz of Woodland. Uh, we've also got Niall Camper and Taft Bradley of Cartersville that were honorable mention. Olivia Woods and Michaela Jackson of Cast were on that honorable mention team. So Jackson, uh, some pretty good talent there, uh, recognized for their uh, fine seasons in 22-23. Absolutely. It's uh, good to see the recognition for our local girls and uh, really proud of that Cartersville Lady Kings team. They uh, probably the best turnaround we've seen in a while here locally uh proud of them look to see them moving forward in the state good to see those girls get recognized on the boys side in region 75a their all all uh region team was recognized this week as well we've got a couple of locals on the first team of course dylan faulkner of calhoun was named the player of the year uh but on that uh first team uh, out of Cartersville, Romo Pace has had an outstanding le- year. He's been their leading scorer for almost every one of their games this season. And uh, from Cass, Jelani Hames makes the first team of all Region 7-5A. Pretty good duo there, Jackson. Uh, absolutely. Good to see Romo uh, Pace get recognized for his his time there at Cartersville. Heck of a, heck of a basketball player. 
Uh, and then Jelani Hames, you know, we coming off a knee injury, missed a lot of games early, but uh, really came on strong here for the Colonels late in the year and, and got recognized for that. Uh, proud of both of those guys. Second team, all region 7-5A out of Woodland. You've got Breelis Williams, uh, just a junior, so he'll be back with another shot at region 7-5A next year. And then from Cass, K.J. Rogers, who transferred over from Woodland this year to play uh, at uh, Cass, he makes the second team as well. And then on the honorable mention list, we have D.J. Kane of Cartersville, Jaden Foster of Cass, and then out of Woodland, Isaiah Livesey and Zion Heath make the honorable mention list uh, for all Region 7-5A. Let's uh, turn our attention now to local wrestling. Uh, the region and area traditional tournaments were last Saturday, and uh, we've got quite a number of individuals who have advanced. Let's start with Adairsville. They will be at Upson Lee High School tomorrow for the Class AAA state sectionals. The Tigers send 12 individuals to tomorrow's sectionals. Uh, they had three area champions, so a good year for the Tigers. Uh, and we'll see how many they can get on to the state finals down in Macon the following weekend. Of course, the top six from each sectional in each weight class will advance to the state traditional tournament February the 16th through the 18th down in Macon. Cass, Woodland, and Cartersville, they were all in the Region 7-5A meet uh, last Saturday at Cass. The Class 5A state sectionals for those teams is at Cambridge High School tomorrow. Cass won Region 7-5A traditionals last week. Woodland was the runner-up, and Cartersville finished fourth. Woodland actually sends the most individuals onto the sectional tomorrow. They'll have 13 that qualified. Cass qualified 11, but 10 of those were region champions, so they won their weight divisions. And then Cartersville sends nine to tomorrow's sectionals. And again, as I mentioned, the top six from tomorrow will advance to the state traditional tournament down in Macon. Good year again, Jackson, for all of our wrestling teams. Yeah, the, we've said it for, for a few years now. Uh, wrestling in the, in the Bartow County area is as good as anywhere in the state of Georgia. Uh, proud of all of our local wrestlers for making it as far as they have. And and you mentioned the roughly 30 or so in that region or the uh, class 5A in the section. Of those 30, I expect probably 20, probably 20 of them to advance on to the state. So it'll be an exciting day uh, for the wrestling programs, all four of them with quite a number of qualifiers. And we'll have that coverage for you on BartosportsZone.com a little later on this weekend as we update who has advanced. We don't want to leave out the girls. They were in or will be in competition this evening, and we'll have all the information on the girls, the local girls who have advanced uh, in wrestling to the state finals as well. So uh, check us out on BartosportZone.com. Our next commercial timeout is upon us. We'll take a break and be back with more of BSZ. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. There you go, Alan. We we got back on the air uh, in a timely manner this time. Thank you for keeping us uh, flowing there back in the WBHF studios. Charles Wilson here on Bartow Sports Zone, along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. And, of course, uh, Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. We're running through uh, all of the local sports updates and now we want to turn our attention to a pretty big football game out in Arizona on Sunday. Uh, we went from super wild card weekend to the divisional round to the conference championships uh, a couple of weeks ago and now 14 playoff teams down to two in Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona. That's coming up Sunday 
Jackson, uh, I know you've been glued to the NFL playoffs as we've rolled through there. It's the Eagles and the Chiefs. Tell us who wins this one and why. Oh, I think it's going to be a really good ball game. I think uh, I think both offenses are capable of, of scoring if they need to, and I think both defenses are are uh, fairly stout as well. I kind of give the edge defensively to the Eagles, so um, that's probably my pick. Uh, just like a lot of folks out there in uh, rooting in the Super Bowl, a team that's really not local to us, and sure, so there's some college players on some teams that's going to gain some attention for for some Georgia fans and Alabama fans and things of that nature. But uh, I'm more concerned about the final score being Eagles with a one <laughs> at the end and the Chiefs with a one at the end. I'm sure a lot of folks have a, their name on a square somewhere, and that's kind of that's my rooting interest more than anything this weekend. Yeah, and I don't know. We were talking off the air about the uh, length of the lead-in to the game and pregame coverage starting around lunchtime on Sunday all the way up to a 6 o'clock kickoff. Alan, uh, if you're ready back there, I'll get your take on the Super Bowl. I know you've followed it a little bit, and uh, uh, I'd like to hear your opinion on how you think this is going to play out between the Eagles and the Chiefs. Honestly, it's been a while that I think we've had two teams that are pretty evenly matched on paper, pretty evenly matched on all both sides of the ball, I think it's going to be, as Jackson said, a really good game. I'm going to favor the Eagles on this one. Um, no, not sure why, other than it's a 50-50. I think you could make a good, compelling argument for either one. I hope it's a good game. I hope it's one of those that comes down to the fourth quarter. We're all still watching, not leaving during the game, and then coming back to watch the cool commercials that people paid $7 million for a 30-second spot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a really compelling game between two very evenly matched and both on paper and on the field teams. Well, I tell you what, on paper, I agree with both of you. Uh, I think it's uh, very evenly matched. Both of you guys leaned it toward the Eagles. Just to be contrary, I'll take the Chiefs, and uh, uh, I think uh, it will be an interesting game. It should, as we said on paper, be very, very close and uh, one that uh, should be compelling well on into the evening. Uh, just depends on how busy my work day is on Monday, whether or not I can stay up and see all of that. Uh, last week, I know that uh, just prior to last week's show, Tom Brady announced his uh, current retirement. Um, and um, he's decided that he's going to step away from the NFL. This week, uh, we find out he's going to start a broadcasting career with Fox, and uh, he's going to take a year off, Jackson. Yep. Uh, we kind of talked about that off the air. He's a somewhat of a perfectionist. He's probably going to hone his craft as best he can uh, uh, this this next coming season. And uh, a heck of a football player One of the, will go down as one of the greatest ever to ever do it. I think seven, if I'm not mistaken, seven Super Bowl rings. So uh, congratulations to him on a great year and, and obvi- or a great career. And he's obviously a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. I wonder if he would uh, take that year off, Alan, and join us on Bartow Sports Zone to kind of hone in his uh, broadcasting career. Well, you could always ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could afford his salary, but uh, maybe he would donate it. He, he, hey, from what I heard, um, he did a huge thing, kind of quietly. He was doing uh, some some volunteer work at a at a pet at a, a humane society, and did a lot to try to bring some uh, folks a uh, focus on the pets. Didn't make it about him, and I kind of applaud him for doing that. Yeah, uh, Fox reportedly has a ten year, three hundred and seventy five million dollar deal uh, with. Tom Brady as a broadcaster. Brady at 45 retires with 89,214 career throwing yards, 649 touchdowns, and a 64.3% completion percentage over a 20 year career. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch uh, who many uh, will still say is the GOAT. One last uh, tidbit on. NFL, Jackson will squeeze in very quickly, about 15 to 20 seconds. The Falcons add former Saints defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen to their staff. Uh, kind of interesting pick there going in the division. I guess maybe he uh, gained some intel on the Saints, which is obviously two games with them next season like every year. So uh, be interested to see how that turns out. I'm, uh, there's some young talent on that defensive side of the ball for the Falcons. Hopefully he can, he can get them together. 
Yeah, that anemic pass rush will be his first order of business as he joins the Falcons. That'll do it for this week on Bartow Sports Zone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.